Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Brunette Nugget. So today's episode is something that I really wanted to do for a while. Um, I asked him to Instagram of the podcast that is for those who don't know at the.brunettenugget. And basically this episode, um, like I said, I priorly asked if you guys would like to hear my opinions about American Horror Story because it's a show that has a lot of seasons and every single season portrays a different situation. And I thought it might be interesting if you guys, for example, don't know if they want to if you want to watch this show or not so in if you guys want to decide like oh i want to watch this season or this other season so yeah this will be me reviewing the seasons uh in this episode i'm going to be <laughs> reviewing the first season i think it's obvious we have to start somewhere i have been watching the, um, the this show american horror story on amazon prime video uh at the beginning i didn't know what i would think about the show but the fact that every single season is something really different in a, a different plot line i think it makes you feel really captivated by the show so yeah and if i have to give here is that i remember a while ago i, I said i would have a schedule for posting episodes but i feel like that doesn't work because there are some weeks where i can record more or where I feel like recording more episodes and there are other weeks where I don't feel like recording so I want to of course give you content every single week but let's just not define days let's make this as casual as we can and I would say yeah let's just start so the first season of American Horror Story is Murder House um I remember, I think it came out in 2011 I like I said I recently watched it Right now, I'm actually watching the fourth season of the show. It's a really easy show to watch in terms of it doesn't have a lot of episodes. Psychologically, I don't know how you would feel. Um, this first season, I, I think it has it has 12 episodes. Uh, this show is considered a horror, horror anthology television series. And basically, like I said, this show, just giving a little like big picture of the show... This show, every single season, portrays a different situation. So, for example, this season is Murder House. The next season, I think it was The Asile. I don't remember. There is... Yeah, it was The Asile. Uh, um, then it was a Coven. And right now, I'm watching The Freak Show. And then it has... The Hotel is the fifth one. I'm really excited because it has Lady Gaga. So, I'm excited to see her character. But that's not even the point. I'm talking about the first season. The first season of the show, so it basically started a new, era, a new era in television, I think. I don't know if there was any kind of sort of show similar to what American Horror Story did. American Horror Story tells you something, picks a topic that I think it's really... All the topics that they pick is things that at a certain point of our lives make us feel afraid, at least in this first season. So, for example, while we're growing up in Halloween, we always hear about, for example, haunted houses like the murder house. We hear about things that happen in in uh, asylums. We hear about witches that make part of a coven. We, we relate freak shows, you know, also to Halloween. So I feel like American Horror Story gives us, picks the fears of, like, let's say, an, on a more general point of view, the most of the things that are feared by our generation or every other generation and put them in a show. And I think they do a really good work with it. Focusing on the first season, I feel like in this episode, I will only review the first season. This review is, for the first time I'm doing a review spoiler-free, I don't want to reveal to you what happens in the show. Of course, I have to give you some context just for you guys to understand. Uh, but yeah, let's just get started. So this first season tells us the story of a family that, um, I was trying to remember there, it's, there's Dr. Ben Harmon that 
and his wife Vivian and their daughter Violet. And basically, they moved to California uh, from Boston. They moved to LA uh, after Vivian has a miscarriage, and we discovered that Ben has an affair. We discovered this all in the first episode. And they move into a restored mansion, unaware that the house is haunted by the ghosts of its former residences and their victims. So basically, Ben is a is a psychiatrist, and basically the show. Um, how how do I explain this? I'm trying to give like a really good explanation to the show while I cannot give, but okay, let's just try. So basically they move and as you can imagine, like in their families, there are a lot of like problems, um, problems in terms of like communication and everything. So there's a lot of happening in that family and they move into a house, they move into it. Uh, it's a, a luxurious house, but there were some murders and suicides in that home. So as you can imagine, the price market dropped. So they decided to buy it. They weren't aware of what was happening, uh, of what happened in the show, in the show, no, in the house. <laughs> um, and then after a while, they started understanding. And I feel like starting a middle of the season, they want to put the house for sale. So there is a full plot line there. So basically what happens, and this is kind of spoiler free, but it isn't, it isn't the main part of the story. But basically, if you die inside the house, your spirit stays there. The interesting part where they pick, I would say, it's the fact that people who live in the house and people who are in the house can see the ghosts and the ghosts can interact with the people. So it's really, really quite interesting. So basically what happens is that the house is kind of sort of a control and there is a, a full plot line in the story about the murders, the former residents and everything. There is a full plot line, I would say, there because you see the prior couple that live there and the families that live there in the past and they are bringing you know the past and the present together and I feel like they do a really good show a uh, really good show and a really good work with this a uh, thing that I think it is really intriguing about this show um, and this season particularly is that sometimes you can distinguish who is a ghost and who's not um, I think that they they make such a good work I'm not going to reveal who's a ghost and who's not um, I think the one of the points I would like to kind of refer about the show is that basically there are a lot of plot twists and I feel like this show from all the seasons I've watched like the first second and the third one and even the fourth one I'm I'm almost finishing it I think I'm like in the 10th episode and it's 13 episodes when I when this episode comes out I will have finished the this first season but basically what I was going to say is that they make such good plot twists and I think I've referred in some episode that plot twists are my favorite thing about shows. When a show has a good plot twist, that is what makes a good show. If a show has a plot twist, but it isn't that good for me, just like the perspective just goes down. So basically what I was talking about was the plot twist. There are a lot of plot twists in the show and that's what is interesting. One thing that keeps you captivated is actually discover the background stories of all the people. And that's quite really interesting. Then we have another, so basically this happens in the house that they bought and everything. Then we have another home that is their neighbor's house. Uh, there is, how, what's her name? I'm trying to, there is Constance. Is, is that her name? Constance? Seems like it. Okay, we have Constance that is like the neighbor. And basically, uh, she has a daughter. How is the daughter name? It's Addie. And she is... This is so hard to describe a show. I'm, I'm just figuring out all the words. But basically, she is... Uh, what disease does she have? Let me think. Because I'm, I'm afraid I'll say the wrong disease. And basically... Hmm. 
I'm trying to think. But she has some kind of disease. But I'm not remembering. So yeah. Um, basically, yeah. And she she is different uh, physically and mentally from other kids. And the there is, I think, like uh, also a full plot line about her relationship with her mother. Throughout the show, we discover there are some other people that are part of that family that you don't understand. In the first episode, but you could, you could, but you not, you don't. Uh, but basically, there are some yeah other people related to the family, and there's a full plot line about the, um, let's say, the relationship in between both families, especially in between Constance and the Harmon family. There is a really good relationship there, really good. Not in the sense they are friends, but the plot line is really good. What do I want to say more? The last episodes are really intense in terms of the plot line. I feel like this show, what happens is that you there is a really good and consistent plot line. That's true. That's fact. Check. Good plot line. What happens is that sometimes it gets really like, I will not say boring because I think I've never been bored throughout the first season, but I can be bored really easily too. But maybe there were some things like in the first season that were my favorite. But what I was trying to say is that the full plot line in the show is really good. But the last two episodes, and I feel it's in every single season, um, except for the Asylum one, the first and the first season, the same thing happened. It is, the plot line is good and it's consistent. But what happens is that for me, it didn't leave me that captivated. You know, it left me like, um, but the last two episodes in this season, they were so intense because you were discovering new things and everything was happening. I feel like, oh, that was so good. Um, and yeah, what, what can I say more? If you were, if you, uh, if you were into shows or things, uh, related also to mental diseases, because, um, as I said, Ben is, um, is a psychiatrist. I don't know if I referred it or not, but he's a psychiatrist and you can see different people coming into his, how do you say into his office? Yeah, to his office. Many people come into his office and you can explore the diseases of them. Not that, not that like deeply, but you can hear about them and everything. And I feel like that's really interesting. I feel like this season would fit for anyone who likes, um, in every single season of the show, actually, could fit for anyone that likes a really good storyline and plot twists, but also likes to not be always in control of what they know about the show. Because I feel like that was what happened to me. I usually enjoy knowing everything because sometimes like from the side stories you understand things and in here was so complicated to understand everything there were so many plot lines that got together and got apart because like I said for example the people that died in the house throughout the show and for example there are specific episodes where you learn about this person's plot line and that person's plot line and that person's plot line and everyone's plot line so, yeah, there are some moments where you, you're picking plot lines. I'm thinking about more things I can tell you about this season because I don't feel this episode needs to be that long because it's only one season. Um, maybe give you a general context of the show. Like I said, the show is good for anyone who likes a good plot line and plot twist. If you like it, you like the show. Um, I, a thing that I noticed about the show, and I think I've commented with friends of mine that watch that I've watched this show is that this isn't necessarily a horror show. I don't know if, for example, when you're when you're talking about the show, they consider it like a horror show. Yes, they consider it an like, uh, anthology or horror television series. I would say like you don't. I think it's not. I feel it also depends on your 
definition of horror, of course. But I think it's not horror, and I, I've said this, it's more like bizarre. But for example, in this first season, I don't even think it's bizarre. I feel it's just, it's it's confusing, and it's, I feel like the first season is more like, you know, characteristics. I don't think it's bizarre. No, I don't think it's bizarre, this season. I feel like, for example, the second season, which I will talk about in another episode, is more bizarre. Uh, what can I tell you more? Uh, of this first season... There are some actors that stayed in longer seasons. Uh, for example, Evan Peters, which I'm currently obsessed with because I'm watching the show and he has been, and now I'm watching like a chronogram of every single season he has been in. And he only didn't show up in like the ninth season. So all the other seasons, he has a different character. Um, Evan Peters shows up in various seasons. I, this actress that is called Teisa Farminga, that is basically the portrayal of Violet. She also shows in many seasons. Jessica Lange, she's such a good actress. She, she, for what I understand, she, this season I'm watching is the last one she shows up in. And then she comes in the eighth season. But I feel like a lot of characters come in. Uh, let me think. Sarah Paulson, she is such a good actress. And she is in the same seasons as... Evan Peters, and I actually do really like her character. I'm trying to remember more things. There are so many things happening in my mind right now of me trying to, you know, remember everything. There is another actress that play, portrays Moira in this season that her name I'm reading is Frances Conrad. Conrad. I don't know how to say their name, but I'm even trying. Okay, but basically, me trying to explain, uh, the show basically... A lot of the things that happened is like you have the actors and Ryan Murphy, which I just have to say, he created Glee and then he creates this show and then he creates American Crime Story, which are three of the best shows ever. His mind is so big and so great. Like chef's kiss for him, amazing. But what I was saying is uh, the actors in the show, there are also amazing. Because for example, Evan Peters, as I said, crushing him. Um... <laughs> every single season his characters are so different that is so interesting to see like every single season what we, he will do like so amazing and pa, uh, Sarah Paulson oh my god I'm just gonna say in the season I'm currently watching she has two ads just saying okay just going into now I feel like I said I'm not gonna talk a lot and I'm like 15 minutes 15 minutes in and I'm like <laughs> should I talk more but let's not do it Reviewing this first season, I would give this first season compared to the others because I feel it's nice to have this comparison point. I would give this season maybe, of all the seasons I've watched, and even considering what I'm currently watching, I would rate this my least favorite. Like I said, it's not bizarre, it's not horror. I feel it's just, I would not call it a drama show, but sometimes it seems like a drama show. I feel like this season is, it has a good plot line like I, like I have already said it has it has good plot twists it has good everything but I don't I think like compared to the other seasons it's less interesting but I feel like the topic like murder house it doesn't give a lot of like creativity I would not say and I feel like it's not that like intense this season only the last two episodes all the actors are amazing the whole plot line like I already said I'm always talking about the plot line okay but it's really amazing. I feel for kicking up this show, it's it's really good. One good thing about it this season that I liked was, like I said, the plotline. I'm always referring it. One thing that I feel I 
there were some characters. I feel like all the characters at a certain point annoyed me. And I feel like that's interesting in this show because I didn't have a character that from the beginning. No, I had Tate. Tate. Evan Peters. I'm saying this guy has something. Uh, but I feel like he was the only character that I liked from the beginning to the end. Because all the other stuff was like, eh. The thing is, okay, this is... Now we're going to have a little spoilish moment. But for... Okay, we're not. But basically, there are some things that Tate did. And they are really bizarre. That's biz It's not bizarre. It's like bad things. And I don't know how, but American Horror Story made me still love him. So congrats to my Ryan Murphy. I'm in love with upset, uh, with a psychopath. So let's just clap for him. He did a good job. He did a good job. Solid job. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I would say this is today's episode. If you guys want to keep on listening to the reviews and. Then decide if you want to watch the show or not. This is a review for you. Spoilers. It was so hard for me to not tell you the end of the show. But let's just pretend I did it perfectly. So yeah, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the.brunetnugget. To also follow here the podcast on Spotify. To keep on listening. Share this podcast with your friends. If you have a friend that is addicted to TV shows, like I am, show him. And if you have watched the show, he can listen to my opinion and also debate with his own opinion or her own opinion doesn't matter um so yeah don't forget to treat people with kindness and i'll see you guys next episode bye